Hello and welcome to the Four Color Nerds Broke Gaming Podcast, Episode 16. I'm Missy, and I'm joined by some other PC gaming nerds, Ryan. Hello. And Chris. Hello. Together we take on PC gaming for the cheap and broke. Each week we gather here to find a great game for a great price. We review the prior week's selection and see if it was worth our money and time. Then we pick a new game and do it all over again. This is a review show, so there will be spoilers. This week's game is The Wolf Among Us. Our companion song is Bad Boys by Inner Circle. Let's take a listen. Well, I chose that one. You'll probably recognize that song as the theme song for Cops. And since you're playing as the big bad wolf who's the police officer for Fable Town, I figured it was kind of appropriate for the game. Super appropriate. What you gonna do when the wolf comes for you? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Wolf Among Us was developed by Telltale Game. It was published by Telltale Games. It's available on Android, iOS, Microsoft Windows, OS X, PlayStation 3, 4, and Vita, and Xbox 360 and 1. We purchased it on G2A.com for $6.05. So most Telltale Games do not have original content. They adapt existing works of you know, fiction and put you in the middle of the story. And this is no exception. This is an adaptation of Fables, which is a Vertigo comic series that uh, Bill Willingham put out a while ago. So if you like The Wolf Among Us, there's hundreds of issues of Fables that you can go and pick up and read and spin off series. And there's a whole world to explore. And in The Wolf Among Us, you're playing as Bigby Wolf, who's also one of the main protagonists in the comic series. So you are the sheriff of Fable Town. And Fable Town, all of the fairy tales are real and exist in kind of these alternate universes that have been conquered by this mysterious adversary that's forcing them to flee their homelands and come into the real world, into our world, where they have to disguise themselves and live among us. Some of them are able to assume human form and blend in, and some can't. Either they can't afford the glamour spells to make it happen, or they're just, it's, they're incapable of doing it. Um, and those ones have to go to a place called the farm, which is outside the city, which is where all the animal fables go. So that's where you'll find like the three little pigs and, you know, like the, the sheep from Little Bo Peep, like those kind of animals. Puss in Boots is there, like those kind of animals. All those fables live there. So you're playing Bigby, who's the big bad wolf, who's become the sheriff because he's the most feared of the fables. They all have kind of had run-ins with him. They fear and respect him. And everyone in Fableton is kind of given a clean slate for any crimes they've committed before because survival is like the most important thing to them against the adversary. So his crimes have kind of been forgiven and he's trying to turn over a new leaf, but it's hard to change who you are and people still remember everything that happened to him. And he'll have run-ins with people from, you know, fairy tales that you'll recognize he's interacted with before. So he's on the case of a, it starts out with like a murder mystery uh, where he's originally he's summoned to a domestic dispute with uh, the woodsman and this call girl. And you go there and there's some pretty awesome violence. 
one thing I wanted to comment on was the violence in The Wolf Among Us is extreme. Like, it feels much more violent and realistic to me than other Telltale games. Yeah, it does. Like, you feel like people are trying to kill you (laughs) throughout this game. So I really like Fables. Like, I have a signed copy of Issue Zero. I've got a signed copy of The Wedding Issue. I've got statues of them. Fables is one of my favorite comic series of all time. So I felt like this world was very enjoyable for me to walk around and play in. Uh, I felt like the world was believable enough and familiar enough, like it felt like the real world, but you have enough twists with these fairy tales that make it just slightly off. And the fairy tales, you'll recognize them, but they're all a little darker. Like they have a lot more in common with a Grimm's fairy tale than a Disney fairy tale. So I really enjoyed the game. I found it really atmospheric. I found it enjoyable, moody. I felt like a, a palpable sense of danger and dread throughout it. I found it very enjoyable. Um, you guys probably are not as familiar with Fables, so I'm kind of interested to see what you thought about it without having known the source material. Yeah, I never read any of the Fable comics before, but I definitely want to read them after playing this game for a while. Yeah, same here. Uh, I mean, the world is really fascinating, and you're right, they are a lot darker. They kind of go with more of the classic, like, Grimm's fairy tales instead of the the modern stuff and I think they even refer to them a couple times as the when they talk about the mundane people or the Mundies the Mundies yeah it's like their version of muggles yeah yeah so they're like the Mundies version of the tale it's referenced every once in a while but it's not the same as what actually happened right I like how they're all living together with like a completely clean slate too like they moved into I think it was New York so they're all living in New York all living you know, amongst each other, even if they've had history before, even if they've killed each other before. <laughs> and I like right. how they put the characters in different stories. Like, the big bad wolf is from Red Riding Hood, obviously. But there's also another story that they referenced him in, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Uh, oh, The Three Little Pigs. Yes. And how he's oh, yeah. the same character in each story, which... I would have never put together as him being the same person in each story, you know, because he mm-hmm. obviously dies in one of them. Yeah, and I like that they mix so many different genres as well. They have the Big Bad Wolf and they have Little Red Riding Hood, but they also have, like, yeah. Grendel, yeah. I think is one of the fables that pops up. So they have, like, all these different cultures and things, and it's kind of interesting. They also had storylines where, like, the Arabian uh, Knights came in, like, the 1001, you know, Arabian Knights came in, and they had to deal with, like, immigration issues, and they've had ones with, like, where the Russian fairy tales arrive with, like, the Russian mafia. It's interesting. It's all over the world as people are fleeing the adversary. Nice. Yeah, I definitely want to read these now that I've played the game. This and Runaways is one of the comic series I can give anyone, and they will always like it. I've never met anyone who didn't like them, so it's definitely worth checking them out, and you can, you know, pick them up on amazon or wherever so i think i actually like this game a little bit better than the walking dead one actually i kind of well i can't (laughs) say that i like the walking dead (laughs) (laughs) this is my favorite telltale game but it's it's a pretty close second i will give it that yeah i just kind of prefer the sort of dark fantasy setting and and the murder mystery, as opposed to just the constant, like, emotional gut punch that is The Walking Dead. Right, yeah. That, <laughs> the story behind it is definitely awesome. You're not, you know, surrounded by depression the entire time <laughs> you're playing the game like you are with right. The Walking Dead. Yeah, I like it. I mean, I feel like the setting is so vibrant and alive. Like, that bar 
is the standard that my friends and I judge every dive bar by. <laughs> in the game. So, I like that. It's definitely a very enjoyable game. I think it's, even if you're not familiar with the source material, like, I'm very familiar with the source material, and I feel like it's a very faithful adaptation, and I, I love it. And you guys are not, and you also, I think, were able to, you know, not be lost in the story and, you know, find an enjoyable tale. Yeah, even though I had no idea who these characters were, it wasn't very difficult at all for me to jump into the game and jump into the story and get right into the plot without knowing who the hell these people are, you know? Yeah, it does a good job of introducing people. Like all good stories, there's an idea that maybe hasn't occurred to you before that once you hear the idea, it makes total sense. And if everything logically flows from that, like there's a kind of not controversy or scandal, but with the TV series Once Upon a Time, which probably will seem very familiar to you, to the basic setting for fables. So Bill Willingham and Vertigo had a meeting with ABC to talk about adapting fables and Disney passed on it, and then like a year later came out with Once Upon a Time. Oh. Very, very similar ideas, <laughs> you know, to this. Sneaky, sneaky. I feel like Fable might have just been a little bit too dark for them. I think so. I think right. they should have taken it to like HBO or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. HBO would have killed this. Like, that would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, oh, now I want to see it on the big screen. If you like seeing uh, fables or fairy tales, uh, you know, splitting each other's skulls open with axes and murders and, you know, fairy tale prostitutes and uh, a lot of swearing from your, <laughs> from like, you know, your favorite fairy tales, like, this is the game for you. Yeah, I did like actually how fairy tales were harder to kill, which yes. oh, I yeah. thought was kind of appropriate, you know, considering mm-hmm. the fairy tales live forever really their power is based on how many people know their story so you'll have characters who like especially if you're in more than one story like the big bad wolf is in more than one story jack you know is like jack and the beanstalk jack is everywhere you know little jack Warner. like all those are very powerful fables and if you've ever had a movie made from you you're super, super powerful, which is why like Snow White is one of the most powerful fables. Nice. Yeah, it's a really interesting world. I like the Snow White character, and she was pretty true to, I think, how Snow White would be. But I kind of wanted to see her a little stronger. Oh, she read the series. She develops as a character a lot. Okay, good to know. I don't know how much of a spoiler. Well, I guess it is a spoiler, but yeah, she and Bigby have a definite relationship throughout the, the series. All right, so what do you guys uh, rate this one? Uh, I think I would give it four and a half adversaries. I think I would actually go ahead and give it uh, five black market glamours out of five, just because, I mean, it makes me want to go and read the source material that it's based off of, and there's not a whole lot of games that can manage that. Awesome. You're in for a hell of a read, man. (laughs) They're great. (laughs) I'm going to give it four and a half fairy tale creatures out of five. I'm going to cop out. (laughs) (laughs) So I think a pretty strongly recommended game here. Super strong. Yeah, this game was awesome. And Telltale Games puts out strong games as it is. But I think because this one had so much source material, like The Walking Dead as well, that it's just a really, really strong game. And we got it for a fantastic price. Yeah, six bucks for all the chapters. Pretty good. All right, well, let's, let's pick the next one, I guess. All right. You know the law. Six games enter, one game leaves. Each week we have a budget of $5 to spend on a game. If we spend less than that, we roll the spare change into next week. 
Every week, we each bring two games to consider. We each vote for a game, and we cannot vote for our own game. The game with the most votes is our next game to play and review. This week, we have $8.02. That two cents is important. <laughs> so my first game is actually a game that I have been has been recommended to me. I've played it a little bit, and it's called Evoland. Evoland is a journey through the history of action-adventure gaming, allowing you to unlock new technologies, gameplay systems, and graphic upgrades as you progress through the game. It's inspired by many cult game series that have left their mark in the RPG video game culture. Evil Land takes you from monochrome to full 3D graphics and from active time battles to real-time boss fights, all with plenty of humor and reference to many classic games. And the basis of this game, what you do is you start out literally in 8-bit graphics, black and white, and as you progress through the game, you unlock upgrades that gives you, like, now you have 3D graphics, or now you have directional keys. You can move directions that aren't just up, down, left, right. You have depth of field. You finally get a depth of field unlocked, and it's really cool. It's a lot of fun, and it's very kind of tongue-in-cheek you know, homage to a lot of classic games. And it is 338 on G2A.com. And then my second game is called To the Moon. It is 749 on Steam right now. Dr. Rosaline and Dr. Watts have a peculiar job. They give people another chance to live all the way from the very beginning, but only in their patients' heads. This operation is only done to people on their deathbeds to fulfill what they wish they had done with their lives but didn't. This particular story follows their attempt to fulfill the dream of an elderly man, Johnny. As the two doctors piece together the puzzled events that spanned a lifetime, they seek to find out just why Johnny's last wish is to go to the moon. So it sounded like a pretty pretty emotional game, actually. I think I'd be kind of interested to see the depth in this game. And it has overwhelmingly positive reviews, too, so I'm... I'm kind of interested to see what this game is all about. And it was 7.49 on Steam. I think that one has made uh, a couple streamers cry. All right, well, my first game is called No Time to Explain, and it is an indie, uh, I guess we call it a puzzle platformer, kind of in the same vein as uh, Super Meat Boy. And I believe basically you're just chilling at your house one day, dancing to some tunes, and the entire side of your house gets blown up, and a guy jumps out of a portal with a cool visor and a neat gun. He says, there's no time to explain. I'm you from the future. And before he can finish the sentence, a giant crab monster like grabs him and drags him off. And you have to pick up his gun and chase after him trying to find out what's going on. Sounds interesting. That is literally the first like 20 seconds of the game right there. Sounds like an 80s action movie, definitely. So it is a neat little game and has some good elements to it. Uh, and No Time to Explain is $5.99 on the Humble Store. And my second game is one that I recommended last month, I think. It is one of my all-time favorite games it's called Valkyria Chronicles. And it is a strategy RPG, kind of like the Final Fantasy Tactics kind of game, or uh, like Fire Emblem. And it is very heavily inspired by anime, and I believe there was even an anime made out of it after the game. So that's kind of how much of a, a following it had. And you're basically a bunch of people in an alternate reality, like World War II scenario, where there's a world war going on and your country is neutral, but you're starting to get like invaded by one side, and the other side is trying to recruit you into the alliance, and you get 
drafted into the country's militia to protect your homeland. And so you're not like soldiers, you just have some basic military training and you're all like bakers and singers and stuff like that. Hmm. And has some really good like character interaction and some really uh really good combat that I enjoyed a lot. And it is currently four dollars and ninety nine cents on the Humble Store. So my first game is the Banner Saga on G2A.com. It's four dollars and twenty cents. It's basically an RPG with a really kind of beautiful and unique art style to it, which uh, based on like Viking lore, like you're a band of Vikings that, you know, you meet different characters along the way, they level up and develop unique skills. Um, it has, it's kind of similar to The Witcher in its uh, morality, that there's no real, you know, black and white choice. Everything's kind of a shade of gray in choices you have to make, and there's kind of tough moral decisions that have to be made along this journey. It's supposed to be a pretty great RPG. I like Viking-type stuff, a little different than maybe your normal, like, Tolkien-based RPG, so I thought it looked pretty good, and like I said, the art style on it looks really unique and interesting to me. So, to counteract the not-Tolkien-based RPG, we're, I'm going to recommend a Tolkien-based RPG, which is Middle-Earth Shadows of Mordor. We've recommended it a couple times. Uh, it's really strong with its uh, Tolkien lore. You feel like you were definitely walking around in that world and that it makes it makes sense and has some pretty deep, you know, advanced lore in it for Middle-Earth. You and it's a it's a pretty emotional story. Like it grabs you right from the beginning with your family being murdered and Sauron trying to trap you as one of his servants and there's these ghosts that are trying to guide you to get your vengeance on him as you like rise from the dead. The thing that makes it really unique, the combat style is very similar to like Batman the Arkham games and Assassin's Creed. Very similar combat style to it. You sneak up on people, you drop down on them, you knife them in the back. Sometimes you get in big brawls with really cinematic fight scenes. But what makes it unique is your enemies remember who you are. So you're going to lose a lot because you're fighting like you're in Mordor and there's thousands of orcs everywhere. Eventually, one of them's going to crack your skull open or throw you into a fire and murder you real good. And they remember it. So when you come back from the dead and you've, you have to find that orc and hunt him down and kill him, and he keeps getting more powerful the longer you go without killing him. And when you fight him, he remembers you and he'll kind of like taunt you about how he killed you previously. So all of the the orcs in Mordor are all fighting each other for position. And you can see how the different clans are like advancing and you can kind of, by inserting yourself into the middle of their fights, you can like take control of factions of them. It's a really, really cool game. Good fighting stuff. Lots of cool Tolkien lore a really unique enemy system, and it's it's very enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. Um, so I think that we should play it, and it's 447 on G2A. Okie dokie. Let us vote. I'm going to go Shadows of Mordor. Chris? Uh, I think I will actually also vote Shadows of Mordor. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will go for To the Moon, since I can't vote for my own game. I think any game that's going to make you cry is worthwhile, but you'll cry in frustration and having your skull smashed open. <laughs> Yeah, like, and Shadows of Mordor has come up a couple of times. It's kind of, like, it's not that old of a game. So I wonder if, like, was it in a Humble Bundle or something? And a lot of people have duplicate keys, and that's why it's getting sold on I T2A. Think so, I yeah. think so. It's been on sale. 
Yeah, and I think it's been on sale a couple times. Too. Yeah, it's not, it's not that old, but it's, you know, three or four years old, so... So that was The Wolf Among Us. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other Four Color Nerds podcast, on the week's comic books at fourcolornerds.com, or our Facebook page, Four Color Nerds. You can also find our newest podcast, Four Color Nerds Cut the Cord, on fourcolornerds.com as well. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You can find the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. On Stitcher. On SoundCloud. And on Podcast Addict. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep gaming, nerds! Bye! Bye! Bye!